our prayer now is to go home and, and be with our families and everybody report back on the 28th COVID free and we stay COVID free and we play as many conference games as we can get in. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marineland Boating Center, on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. With, with, with COVID and uh, the uncertainty of who you will have and when you will have them, uh, the more guys that can play multiple positions is, is more critical now than ever. I mean, uh, used to be you just had to know your position, maybe another position, but us being able to put multiple people out that can play multiple areas can definitely help if you have six, six available guys. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears rewarding for me and that we got as many games as we could and we weren't the reason that we didn't get any but it also is scary to me it's like okay we didn't get it early does this mean we're going to be hit with it at the wrong time later in the year that's my concern now here's the state of texas co-sportscaster of the year john morris Welcome to John Morris Show on this Monday morning, post-Christmas, heading into uh, that week, that week between Christmas and New Year's. We're glad you're with us. Glad to be back with you. John Morris uh, from home this morning in the next couple of days, and Stephen Simcox making things work in the studio. So, Stephen, I appreciate that. And, uh, Stephen, you're the one with uh, the young kids at home. How was Christmas Day how was Christmas morning in your house? <laughs> it was really good. Um, they had a good time. So we were, me and my wife were sitting upstairs. We woke up about 6.45 or so. And our kids usually wake up pretty early. But we had kept them up, obviously, you know, fairly late on Christmas Eve. So they were still sleeping. Um, and we were just sort of, you know, laying down. And then all of a sudden we hear uh, the kids wake up and they're already in the living room. <laughs> So we, we ran <laughs> we ran downstairs quickly, and we didn't have as many, you know, the last few years we've had a lot of gifts that were unwrapped outside the tree, uh, and we did less of that this year. We mainly just had the stockings out, and then they had a, a number of gifts that were wrapped, but they were already tearing into things. Um, so we quickly got downstairs and, and tried to get a little organized, but uh, they had a, a lot of fun. It's a, it's a great age because they're still totally fine with like a $20 gift from Walmart. Um, (laughs) so we got, my my daughter loves frozen and she got a lot of, uh, you know, Elsa and Anna dolls and things like that. And my, my son's really into cars. So we got him a bunch of hot wheels and and he loved that. Um, they ate a bunch of candy. Uh, we had the, the cookies out for Santa and showed them that he, he ate some. So it was, it was a good morning all around. And, uh, yeah, it's, it just brings you a lot of joy because they have so much fun with just opening gifts and really no matter what it is, they, they love it and they're excited about it. Yeah, that's the best part. And that's a great age. Your kids are at a great age where it's like wide eyed Christmas morning, you know, not that, uh, not that my kids aren't the same way, but they're a little older and, uh, and have kids of their own. Two of them do now. So, uh, you know, it's now the next generation for us with the grandkids. Uh, but that, that is fun. So, so they don't, it sounds like they didn't wake you up at the crack of dawn. I mean, early, early on Christmas morning and want to run, run into the, uh, you know, where the tree and the presents are. 
No, I, I think seven fifteen was pretty good. Like that's that's, that's pretty bad. good for them. And they didn't. We we f- figured they would come get us, but they have to pass the living room to get to us. So I guess they just saw the hall that was there and said, "Well, we're going to stop down and, and check this out before we go get <laughs> go get mom and dad." But uh, yeah, it was it was a good time, and um, they they loved it. And then we went and saw m- my parents later that day, and they got a lot more gifts. So they had a they had a great day all around. Man, very cool, very fun. And wasn't the weather great? I mean, if you wanted to get together with people. Uh, and wanted to do it outside, you know, front yard or backyard or something like that. Boy, that was a great option because the weather was spectacular, wasn't it? It was uh, really nice in the afternoons on both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I was wearing long sleeves, and I remember walking outside on Christmas Day the afternoon, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sweating a little bit here. Like, it's a yeah, little warm. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the weather was great. And I saw later this week, I think it's Thursday, it might have changed, but uh, last night I saw on Thursday we we actually have a, a chance of snow, JMO. The temperature I might get down that. to to low enough that we could get some uh, some freezing rain or snow. I saw that. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, I think it was seventy five yesterday. I mean, it was warm, uh, really warm again yesterday. And then look at that forecast for the week, and a couple of cold fronts are going to blow through, and the second one uh, is going to have rain with a chance of snow on uh, on Thursday into Friday. So. That's a pretty dramatic change, isn't it, from from one end of the week to the other? Yes, it's uh, the joys of Texas weather. You can be yes, 70 exactly. one day, and then a couple of days later we have chance of, of ice or snow. But, um, yeah, beautiful weather this weekend and perfect to get outside and, and get around. And by the later this week it will be really cold again. So that's just, that's yeah, just yeah. how the pendulum kind of swings here. Well, so that's coming. Be aware of that coming up later this week. Uh, Otherwise, sports-wise, things uh, get back into action for Baylor this week. The Baylor men have uh, actually three games this week, two home games. Uh, Tomorrow afternoon against Central Arkansas, it is a 3 o'clock tip-off on the air at 2.30 here on ESPN Central Texas. And then on Wednesday, a game that Baylor has added to the schedule, 2 p.m. tip-off against Alcorn State. Uh, and that is uh, here on ESPN Central Texas also, both televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. And then Saturday, road trip back in Big 12 play, headed to Ames to take on Iowa State, and that's been set for a noon tip-off on Saturday. Uh, Stephen, for some reason, I had in mind that, that that game was a 3 o'clock game, but when I was doing the promos last night to send to you guys, I, I double-checked, and I'm glad I did because it's a noon tip-off. Um, you know, with Big 12 now on ESPN Plus, you can really, and that game will be on there from Ames, you can really, you know, put the game times wherever you'd like because uh, on, on Big 12 now, you don't have to have a, an exclusive window to have the game televised. You can do it anytime. So, uh, so that's not bad. Saturday in Ames, a noon tip-off. We'll get up. We'll have pregame. We'll go to the arena, and we'll be home by, by dinner <laughs> on Saturday. So y'all leave out Friday, I'm, I'm guessing, and, and yeah, stay the night there. Okay, yeah, right, those right. those noon games are great because, as you said, you uh, you can get out of the arena and, and get home uh, at a reasonable time. And you know, people have always complained, and I totally get it. Like, I'm thinking of 11 a.m. football games. Right. I understand a lot of people have to tailgate and have that experience before the game and set up and watch other games. But I've always loved uh, games early in the day, whether it's football or basketball, because I can. You know, I don't have to wait long. I can watch my team play, and then I have the rest of the day to enjoy uh, whatever it has to offer, whether football or basketball was. Yeah, I agree. Completely agree with that. And, and when you're on the road, too, you know, think about this. Road games, 
we're always up for as early as possible. You know, early earlier the better, really, because you get up, you go to the stadium or go to the arena, and then you get home at a decent hour also. So uh, that's kind of the rule of thumb uh, is earlier the better on road games. Home games, those middle-of-the-day games are hard to beat. 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 2.30, something like that are really, really good. So, uh, But this one happens to be with Iowa State, Baylor and Iowa State, Saturday uh, in Ames, and it is a noon tip-off. And then the Lady Bears are uh, back today. You heard Coach Mulkey in the open. They will come back to practice today, and uh, they will play on Saturday at TCU, and that's a 1 o'clock game for the Lady Bears, and that will be on 92.9 FM. So, uh, basketball men's and women's uh, resuming this week. Uh, bowl games continue. Uh, Stephen, did you uh, consume a lot of uh, a lot of bowl games? A little bit, not much. Everything? How much? I, I sort of picked and choosed. Um, so I watched Buffalo Marshall on Christmas. I believe that was on Christmas Day, actually. And that was uh, Buffalo won seventeen ten. It was a defensive game. Um, it wasn't super exciting. You know, I, I don't mind watching good defenses. It just felt that one was more about sloppy play and bad offenses than, yeah, than defenses yeah. playing really good. And then I, I watched most of Coastal Carolina and Liberty the other night, and Liberty gets the win in overtime. And that was a really good game, J-Mo. Uh, crazy finish. Liberty, um, it was a tie ball game, and they were in field goal range, and they were trying to – uh, not score, like not score a touchdown. They wanted right. to kick as time expired, right. and their running back sort of stopped short of the one-yard line and gets held up, and he ends up fumbling, and Coastal gets the ball back to force overtime. Now, it didn't end up hurting Liberty. They kicked a field goal in overtime, and the Coastal Carolina kicker missed his field goal. Um, but just a, a wild game and, and really good game between two teams that probably should have been in a better bowl game, um, but it was good to see that they didn't take that disappointment and – not play well against each other. They had a really good game in the Cure Bowl, and, and Liberty came out with the win. Yeah, that's the one that I watched. And I kind of, you know, sampled a few others, just kind of did a drive-by and saw what the score was, but really didn't sit down and watch any others at all. I will this week with the Big 12, uh, you know, schools and the larger bowls getting going. But but that one was fun to watch. I wanted to see Liberty. I hadn't really seen them all year. Um, Coastal Carolina, I wanted to see them also. So, uh, pull in for uh, for Ian McCall and uh, and Liberty and Todd Potolsky up there and uh, man that was a good game I mean that was a really good game if you didn't have a, even if you didn't have a rooting interest it was just a good well played game between those two and and you could tell those are good teams I mean those are well coached teams and have had great seasons so I'm glad they both ended up in bowl games like they did. And Liberty really, uh, I believe they're an independent, and they went all out with the schedule. They scheduled multiple Power 5 teams, beat a few of those. Uh, I think their only loss was to NC State. So a very good season for them. Coastal Carolina, we know, uh, had had a really incredible season as well. Beat BYU in that game that sort of got thrown together at the last minute. Um, so, yeah, both those teams, I feel like, represent themselves well. And I imagine, you know, I know Hugh Freeze's name, came up in this cycle it doesn't appear like he's going to get a job this go around maybe later on and I forget the name of the Coastal Carolina head coach but I'm sure his name is going to come up in conversations soon for uh, for bigger jobs as well 
Yeah, you would think so. I mean, as good a job as he did this year. So, uh, yeah, that's the it, – it's the bowl season. It's the uh, coaching carousel season, things like that. You know, who's going, who's staying. If so-and-so moves here, that opens up that job. And then who's going to go there? So, that is uh, in full swing right now as well. We had another uh, bowl game. I, I guess the game has to be canceled, right? Missouri had to pull out of their game with Iowa. So, I guess there's no way to plug anybody else in there, and that game just gets canceled. That's right. Yeah, that's the report I saw. Missouri had COVID issues. And this is interesting. This is the third SEC team, Tennessee, South Carolina, and Missouri, that people were sort of confused. Or not confused. I mean, we know there's no win requirement to get a bowl game, but uh, there was sort of a joke like, oh, this 2-8 and eight team, this 3-7 and seven team made a bowl game. And J-Mo, none of them have been able to stay – like healthy enough to play. And I don't want to like make light of it. I know COVID serious and I hope everybody's okay, but it, it's just intriguing that all these teams that sort of were thrown in a bowl game, uh, aren't, aren't going to play and, and uh, don't have enough people to get the game in. Yeah. That, that is interesting that those are the ones that, uh, in a normal year, you know, they wouldn't be in a bowl game with their record. They wouldn't qualify for a bowl game, but with the sec bowl tie-ins, they had to fill those spots. So they go, and then they're the ones that end up having to pull out because of COVID issues. That is interesting. I, I hadn't thought about that, that those were the ones that it hit and uh, and they had to pull out and couldn't play. So, And South Carolina, I know their head coach, who I think is Mike Bobo was their interim coach, he you know he was asked about it and he, he said, as far as opting out of the bowl season, because some teams decided to do that, he said, well, in the SEC there's no choice. We, we have to play. So I don't know if that came down from the conference or if that was just something they decided to do, but because of COVID issues, they didn't end up playing the game. Interesting. Really interesting comment there. All right, the Big 12 uh, swings into action, bowl action this week. There's six Big 12 teams that are bowling. Let's take a break, and we'll look at that when we come back. We're glad you're with us on this Monday, the uh, Monday between Christmas and New Year's. New Year's Day coming up on Friday. John Morris, Stephen Simcox, John Morris Show, brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials mm -hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to... To where you can grab st it's things like a in claw. a small area. Yeah. yeah. It looked like the thing that was in... You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the, and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose? Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not going to... I'm never going to stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN. In Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. <laughs> Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 
2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment, made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. John Morris, Stephen Simcox. Uh, I'm not sure if we mentioned. I apologize if we didn't, but uh, Garrett's still under the weather, so... Garrett not with us uh, today, and hopefully he is uh, getting better, doing better, and we'll be back very shortly. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. The Big Finish event is underway. Big finish to the uh, 2020 year, and uh, check out these amazing incentives at Alan Samuels. Number one, employee pricing for all on most vehicles. Number two, nearly every new vehicle has 0% financing for 60, 72, or 84 months. And number three, every new vehicle has no payments for 90 days. Great incentives here in the Big Finish event at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Uh, Talking about Rams, they've got that Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab loaded with bells and whistles, now with 0% for 84 months. No payments for 90 days and employee pricing for all. 
Get the most awarded SUV in history, the Jeep. There's big-time incentives on Jeeps, including 2021 Cherokees, 0% for 72, employee pricing and no payments for 90 days. If you uh, want a Jeep and a truck, well, that's a Gladiator. It's like no other vehicle in the world, 100% truck, 100% SUV. It's the Swiss Army knife of SUVs. And they've got the Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid, the king of minivans, the most luxurious family ride alive, up to $9,500 in values and employee pricing as well. You can shop, apply, and buy online at alansamuelsdcj.com, and they deliver a customer first award of excellence winner. Merry Christmas, happy holidays from your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels. All right, John Morris, uh, Stephen Simcox on this Monday morning. Uh, bowls uh, continue in the Big 12 uh, in action beginning tomorrow. A couple of Big 12 bowls tomorrow. Uh, first at uh, 4.30 tomorrow afternoon. It's on ESPN. It is the Cheez-It Bowl. And don't be confused. The Cheez-It Bowl, yes, used to be in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. But now the uh, Cheez-Its have moved east and they're in Orlando, Florida. So the Cheez-It Bowl from Orlando, this was the bowl that uh, when Baylor played there a few years ago was the Russell Athletic Bowl. Then it was the Camping World Bowl, and now it's the Cheez-It Bowl. It's in Orlando, and uh, it matches uh, 21st-ranked Oklahoma State and number one, uh, 18, Miami, and that is tomorrow at 4.30. That could be a really good matchup, uh, Stephen, Oklahoma State and uh, Miami. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, it should be a fun one. Uh, you know, Oklahoma State, I know they've had some guys injured and opt out, but I, I know Tylen Wallace is supposed to play, which is good news. Um, and Miami's a very talented team. Derek King coming back next year. He's going to be one of those guys that's going to take advantage of that extra year of eligibility. So they're excited about uh, 2021, and they've had a really good season there in the ACC. And the Cheez-It Bowl will always have a special place in my heart, J-Mo, for producing uh, one of the worst bowl games ever between TCU and Cal a few years ago. Oh, I remember uh, that. A 10-7 barn burner in overtime that featured about 25 interceptions, I think. Not quite that yeah. many, but it, it, it was a lot. Yeah, 10-7. Was it overtime? It went into overtime, yeah. Yeah, that, it was overtime, 10-7. Had to get in overtime to, uh, yeah. to to finish 10-7, yeah. To get to 10 points. And it was like in the middle of the night, too. Wasn't it like a late, late game? Yes, it was It was in Phoenix. So it was like a 9 o'clock right. kick. Uh, also, a, a weird thing that happened in that game, Mark Cohen, who's the SID for TCU, I, I still don't know what he was doing, but in overtime, TCU picked off a pass and they were returning it, and it looked like they might score a touchdown. Um, he, the guy ended up getting tackled before he got to the goal line, but Mark was on the sidelines, and he somehow got in the way of the official, and the official tripped over him. So TCU got like a sideline interference penalty and got backed up 15 yards on their overtime possession. They ended up making up for it and scoring, but it was just one of the many bizarre things that happened in that game. That's right. I forgot about that, but I remember that now that you say it. How strange is that, you know, that he was even on the sideline? I know. I, don't, I, I still don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah. He was, and he was really close to the field. I mean, I understand, you know, teams have people on the sidelines that are part of the team or part of the staff. But he was, like, on the field, so I, I, I don't know what happened. But, yeah, he, he got a little lost and ended up tripping the official who was trying to, to run down the field to uh, rule on the play. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot about that completely. So that was the Cheez-It Bowl in its uh, previous incarnation in Phoenix uh, this uh, year and this week. In fact, tomorrow the Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando, 
Oklahoma State versus uh, Miami. It's 4.30 tomorrow afternoon on ESPN. Then back-to-back on ESPN, the Valero Alamo Bowl from San Antonio. 20th-ranked Texas versus Colorado scheduled for an 8 p.m. kickoff. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, I, I heard uh, a, the long list of Texas players that have opted out and not available. Uh, that, is a, that is a long, long list of players for UT. It is, yeah. This should be an interesting game because Texas has a lot of guys that aren't going to play. You know, Sam Cosme, Caden Stearns comes to mind. Uh, and then Colorado, we just really don't know a lot about them um, because they haven't played a lot of games. Those Pac-12 teams only played five or six games. So not a ton of information on the buffs, but an old Big 12 matchup, uh, which will be fun and be interesting to see. I don't think he'll announce anything after the game, JMO, but Sam Ellinger is one of those guys that's torn on what to do as far as, you know, whether he should come back for another year or leave Texas after this year. Um, so this might be his final game in, in a Longhorn uniform. Yeah, it's true. He hadn't, he hadn't said. He really hasn't hinted either way, has he? So that that's kind of up in the air. Can come back uh, or could go ahead and leave. So, but, but at least he's playing in this bowl game. He's one that has not opted out. So uh, kudos to Sam Ellinger. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch him play, and uh, that's the unfortunate thing. I, I feel like since we got the playoff going, it's become more and more prominent. Uh, these bowl games just becoming more sort of like exhibitions and guys that have NFL aspirations aren't, aren't playing. Yeah, true. All right, so that's uh, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. It's on ESPN, uh, the Valero Alamo Bowl from San Antonio. Stephen, am I right? Is, is Texas in San Antonio for the second straight year? Did they play in this game last Yes, year? they beat Utah last year in the Alamo Bowl. Okay, all right. So back in San Antonio, nice easy trip for them. Uh, but the Alamo Bowl is tomorrow night. Wednesday, uh, and this will be fun, this is uh, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl on Wednesday, December 30th. Don't let it sneak up on you, but the Cotton Bowl is Wednesday. Uh, number eight, Oklahoma, uh, or number six, Oklahoma versus number seven, Florida. Uh, it is 7 o'clock on Wednesday evening on ESPN. That has the makings of a really, really good bowl matchup. It does. Good chance for Oklahoma to sort of have a statement win going into the offseason against a good SEC team. And Florida's really good. Uh, you know, they took Alabama to the wire. I know they lost that game to LSU um, and lost to A&M earlier this year. But Florida's a, a very talented team. They got a, a good offense led by Kyle Trask. So um, should be a, a nice test for that Oklahoma defense that's improved as, as the year has gone on. So that is, uh, that'll be fun to watch. The Cotton Bowl from uh, Arlington. It's on Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, Oklahoma and Florida. Thursday, there's two more Big 12 teams in action. Uh, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl in Memphis. This was uh, originally West Virginia and Tennessee. Tennessee had to pull out, as we mentioned, and Army gets the spot there, a 9-2 Army team that was about to be left out of the bowl picture, but they'll take on West Virginia. And, uh, Stephen, you said it last week. That's 3 o'clock on Thursday on ESPN. And, Stephen, you said this last week when we were talking about this game. That's uh, that's kind of a tough draw for, uh, for West Virginia to get Army in that triple option and, you know, takes uh, so much preparation uh, time is just so different than anything you see during the regular season. It is really glad that they worked this out and got Army in a bowl game because they definitely deserved it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be tough for West Virginia. You know, they have that great pass rush, and those defensive linemen like to get upfield and, and harass the passer, and they're going to be playing a totally different technique uh, in this game because obviously Army doesn't throw the ball a lot. You have to play disciplined. Um, they're going to try and, and cut you and get out on the edge and make plays. So uh, I'm excited to see how Neil Brown sort of schemes things up and, and how they hold up against Army. 
So that is uh, Thursday, the 31st. That is New Year's Eve, 3 o'clock on ESPN. Following that, 7 o'clock on ESPN is uh, TCU and Arkansas in the Texas Bowl from Houston. And uh, that'll be fun, uh, Stephen. Uh, again, another, uh, this one, an old Southwest Conference matchup, TCU and Arkansas from Houston. Old SWC matchup, uh, and I think Arkansas, even though their record's not great, is probably really excited to be in this bowl game because it's been a little while since they played in the postseason. Sam Pittman has done a nice job there in year one. Um, so, yeah, that should be a, a good matchup. I, I don't really think – I haven't seen any opt-outs on either side, so both teams should be at yeah. full strength going into this one. Yeah, that'll be good. So that is uh, Thursday, the nightcap on Thursday, 7 o'clock on ESPN. The Big 12 uh, capper is Saturday. Uh, that is January 2nd, Iowa State and Oregon in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl out in Glendale. That is a, a 3 o'clock game in the afternoon on ESPN. Uh, there's been some grumblings about Iowa State getting a, 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 a New Year's Six Bowl bid, but, man, I, I think it's great. And, you know, they're number 10 in the you know college football playoff poll, so I think they deserve it. And uh, it's really a good matchup between them and Oregon on Saturday. I think they definitely deserve it. Uh, I mean, Oregon, you know, I know they won the Pac-12, but they sort of got in that game because Washington opted out. They've had a couple losses. Still should be a fun matchup, though, and I have no problem with Iowa State having a, a New Year's Six game. They're a really good team. Matt Campbell is a great coach, and I'm sure they'll be well-prepared for that one. Yep, so those are the bowl games for the Big 12. Uh, this week, uh, six of them over, uh, over the next uh, five or six days. So uh, this is the week for Big 12 Bowls. If you haven't watched uh, much so far, uh, maybe you can see some teams that you've seen during the regular season, uh, either on TV or in person, with the Big 12 in action this week. All right, let's uh, take a break. And uh, when we come back, uh, it, uh, it has been, in some respects, a very sad weekend, passing of a couple of uh, folks who are with us in Baylor Athletics for a long time. Jeannie Nallen and, uh, and Coach Mark Lumley, and they both passed over the weekend. Um, let's talk about that and, and celebrate their lives and what they meant to Baylor Athletics. We'll do that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by uh, Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. You can call Amanda at 254-495-0338 or just Google search her name, Amanda Cunningham, and that will get you to her Facebook page or website and all the information there. Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Lady Bear Basketball, Saturday on 92.9 FM. The Lady Bears back in action Saturday in Fort Worth against TCU. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 92.9 FM. This season, join Bruce Eatson and Maggie Davis-Tanette for all the play-by-play -play of Lady Bear Basketball. Saturday on 92.9 FM. With more and more employees offsing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, you never know. 
that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center to discuss the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, and boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center, Mercury Outboards, Go boldly. You have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something? Then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. The Cowboys topped the Eagles 37-17, improving their overall record to 6-9 on the season. And because of a loss by Washington to the Panthers, have a chance to win the NFC East with some help next Sunday. After the game, I asked wide receiver Michael Gallup about the big performance by all the wide receivers and the fact that the Cowboys still have a chance in Week 17. Man. Big time, loads of fun. It was just, it was just great to be out there, have a good time. Everybody was eating, everybody's having a great time. It was just, it was a fun game, and we needed it. The Texans have now lost four in a row, losing to the Bengals 37-31, dropping Houston to four and 14 on the season. In the NBA, the Mavs blew out the Clippers 124-73. The Mavs led the Clippers 77-27 at halftime. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris Show on this Monday morning brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Here's the hours for the Baylor Club this week. As you might imagine, a different schedule around the holidays. They are closed again today. They will reopen tomorrow for a breakfast and lunch on the 30th, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then on the 31st, open for breakfast, lunch, and their New Year's Eve dinner. On the 1st, they will be closed on the 2nd. Saturday the 2nd, they'll be open for dinner, closed on the 3rd and 4th, and resume normal hours on January 5th. So that's the schedule this week for the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Uh, I know a lot of folks uh, schedule those, uh, you know, those holiday uh, dinners and holiday meals, whether it's 
uh, club eats to go or there in person at the Baylor Club uh, around the holidays, and it's a real highlight. So that's the schedule uh, to keep you informed. If you uh, need a, a refresher on any of that, you can go to their website at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. The entire schedule and schedule of events is listed there. Um, or uh, you can give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the main number for the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Happy holidays to Mike Mosul and everyone at the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. I mentioned this uh, uh, going into the break. I uh, woke up yesterday morning, took the dogs out for a walk, and uh, got the news that, that Mark Lumley had passed away. Mark, uh, uh, longtime uh, assistant coach and then associate head coach for Baylor softball, came uh, here uh, when Glenn Moore got the job and uh, has just been, I mean, Glenn and Lum have been like two peas in a pod, basically. I mean, they are – they are uh, uh, so close, uh, close like brothers, and Glenn has been so, uh, so good to uh, to Lum as a lot of people have through uh, you know his his battles with cancer, and I say battles plural because he has uh, fought it several times, and uh, passed away uh, during the night on uh, on Sunday. I guess early Sunday morning is when that was. But uh, Mark Lumley, just uh, a guy that uh, always was ready with a smile and a joke and uh, was, was such a great representative of Baylor University and Baylor Athletics and Baylor Softball. And uh, we share in the loss and his wife, uh, Stacy, uh, and their two boys uh, of his passing. Uh, and uh, that's, that's a real void. Uh, Lum is such, was such a great guy and had such a great personality that you really, you know, you think about the good things. You think about uh, uh, the smile and the jokes. And, you know, he was always uh, self-deprecating in everything, you know, that he did. Uh, so you think about the good things really with him as he passes. They will have a celebration of life for him coming up on Wednesday. We'll get your details on that as they become available. But uh, here is uh, here is Glenn Moore from one of our coaches' shows a couple of months ago in October. And uh, certainly visiting with Glenn, we talked about uh, Lum and the battle he's going through as well. It'd be like swimming without a right arm. Yeah, um, we don't really know for sure what it's going to be like because he's, although he's been in and out over the last few years, he's been there in some capacity. So uh, we're certainly going to miss him. Um, Coach Lumley will be a part of us no matter where we go with or without him present because we've been together so long, John. So um, certainly uh, – try to keep that out of my mind as much as I can because he's such a close friend of mine and, and, and Coach Newman's as well. We're, we're, we're acting uh, unison, but, uh, you know, he's going to be there with us in our heart and in the spirit. And He's had such a profound effect on our program, and not just ours, people across the country, that, uh, you know, that will be, he's, he's got a legacy uh, that will affect everybody that comes through Baylor softball from here on out in some fashion. And many uh, will not even know it, but he's just uh, laid down a standard that, um, you know, he is my encourager. He, he is my cheerleader. He would also uh, put me back in line whenever I was out. Uh, you know, he's just been um, the, the, the ultimate friend, brother, and assistant coach uh, you know, we, we've, we've been through it a long time together, so we'll miss him for sure. Yeah. But having said that, I don't know if we could have uh, replaced him with anybody more like him. Um, 
Captain Hoot. Yeah. So Steve Hoot Johnigan comes in uh, as your new assistant coach. Uh, let me not move off of Lum before we say how much we, we love and respect him and the fight that he's going through uh, health-wise and he and Stacy and we just lift them up every day in prayer. We really do for strength and for um, for understanding of what they are going through. So know that uh, there's a lot of people that feel that way too, and I know you know that, mm -hmm. and you pass that on to uh, to Lum when you're with him. Yeah, I see him. You know, I, I go see him as often as I can, and uh, sometimes daily I'm able to swing by and see him, and uh, he feels that just uh, so the listeners will know to keep him keep the prayers coming he he certainly tells me he feels it uh stacy does as well so thank you thank you to everyone um i can't imagine imagine a better place to be in when you're going through challenges like he's going through and many there's been quite a few john you and i've been around a long time that have have dealt with some of these same challenges in life and and um adversity and baylor and waco community is just a special place to be whenever um, the real important things uh, are, are there, and, and that's what matters. And, and it's just uh, overwhelming to me to see the outpouring. You know, we saw the parade, and and then the you know right now his church is doing a food train, and that's really why I stopped by there in the <laughs> afternoon, <laughs> right? Because there's some good food that comes through that house. But it's just you know just some good good people in this area. Yeah, uh, we love Lum, we really do, and we continue to lift him up. So that was from uh, our coaches show. Glenn Moore uh, was our guest on that night, uh, speaking very finely, as we all do, about uh, Mark Lumley, who passed away over the weekend. And uh, I think he said it very well that, that so many people in this area, uh, you know, are so supportive of Stacy and the boys and, uh, you know, are, are you know, just reaching out and, and have, um, you know, just real empathy for what they are going through right now. So we certainly share that as well. So Mark Lumley passed away uh, a couple of days prior to that. Jeannie Nallen passed away. Jeannie uh, was a Baylor grad. She worked in the athletic department in, in a variety of roles. Jeannie originally from Vernon, Texas. And you didn't have to talk to Jeannie very long to for Vernon to come up. I, I don't know what it was. She was proud of that. But uh, in her conversations, uh, she would let you know she was from Vernon, Texas. Uh, she began working at Baylor in 1988, and uh, then in 92, she became the coordinator of Baylor women's sports, and uh, then in 97, associate AD, which uh, was a supervisory position of women's sports, of soccer, volleyball, basketball, really all the women's sports, and she was Baylor's senior women's admin senior administrator, liaison for women's athletics to the Big 12 Conference from 97 to 2001. She moved into the uh, Bear Foundation, uh, into a role there, and uh, really had a number of health issues uh, that, that forced her retirement from Baylor. But Jeannie Nallen passed away uh, over the weekend, and uh, it says uh, COVID-related, COVID-19 and other medical uh, issues with Jeannie Nallen. But uh, we share with those who, uh, who love Jeannie and, and knew her, and we worked with her in Baylor Athletics. And she was always, uh, you know, just a bright, bright spirit and a uh, quick uh, laugh and a smile also. So we share uh, uh, the loss of Jeannie Nallen as well. A couple of true uh, superstars in Baylor athletics that we have lost over the weekend, Mark Lumley and Jeannie Nallen. 
Let's, uh, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show on this Monday morning, and we'll return in just a moment. Baylor Big 12 Basketball, all season long, here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The second-ranked Bears back in action Tuesday in the Farrell Center hosting Central Arkansas. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 3 p.m. tip-off Tuesday. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Light Mountain Cold Refreshment, made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams and Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station.
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. The Cowboys topped the Eagles 37-17, improving their overall record to 6-9 on the season. And because of a loss by Washington to the Panthers, have a chance to win the NFC East with some help next Sunday. After the game, I asked wide receiver Michael Gallup about the big performance by all the wide receivers and the fact that the Cowboys still have a chance in Week 17. Man. Big time, loads of fun. It was just, it was just great to be out there, have a good time. Everybody was eating, everybody's having a great time. It was just, it was a fun game, and we needed it. The Texans have now lost four in a row, losing to the Bengals 37-31, dropping Houston to four and 14 on the season. In the NBA, the Mavs blew out the Clippers 124-73. The Mavs led the Clippers 77-27 at halftime. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. With this final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. John Morris, Stephen Simcox. Hey, we're glad you're with us this morning. Brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South in Waco. I haven't been around the loop in the last few days, but I'm guessing that big Christmas tree is still up. I don't think they'd take it down this quickly. Maybe uh, maybe it'll be up the rest of the week, but uh, big old Christmas tree, uh, which is beautiful to see right there at the bend of Loop 340. That's where you'll find Marineland Boating Center. They're also on the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Check it out. Uh, great deals, great offerings available as we uh, finish 2020 and head into 2021 from Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South, and MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. All right, uh, Stephen, I uh, got some birthdays to mention uh, today and uh, maybe catching up a little bit through the weekend. Uh, my, uh, my niece by marriage, Wimberly Melton's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Wim. we got to get in touch with her and tell her happy birthday. Um, Sean Hobbs works at KCEN. Today is Sean's birthday. Phil Roach here in Waco. Today is Phil's birthday as well. Uh, John Topolsky, uh, Baylor baseball, former Baylor baseball player, uh, love top. He was, when I think of leadoff batters, uh, Stephen, you know, you kind of have an image of what a leadoff guy should be. I, I think of John Topolsky first because he was just great. I mean, he could get on base. He could he could uh, hit with power. He could get base hits. He could run. He's just, to me, he's just the epitome of a leadoff hitter, and he was on some really, really good Baylor teams. Yeah, he was. That's that's great. Uh, what they call him, the big bopper? Is that right? <laughs> I don't know if that. Yeah, maybe okay. somebody calls All right. him that. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I missed that one. <laughs> but John Topolsky's birthday is today. Lives uh, lives down around the Austin area. Uh, AJ Walton's birthday is today. Former Baylor basketball guard. So happy birthday to AJ. Great defender. Uh, AJ uh, Walton. He was. He he was a lockdown defender. He really was. So, uh, A.J. Walton, 30 years old today. Uh, Vic Vines, a little bit older than 30. Vic Vines' birthday is today. Uh, Steven, this is before your time around here, but Vic was part of the 80 Southwest Conference Championship team for Baylor, and he and Van McElroy were in the uh, secondary, and I guarantee you there was – uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find any secondary that was as good with those as those guys 
uh, with Vic and Van back there, and they were both hard hitters. And uh, man, that that was uh, that was a really obviously a very good team and a really good defense with a lot of great players. And Vic Vines was one of those. I feel like that's one thing that I really miss about today's football. And you still see guys. I mean, you know, we've seen um, great hitters in the secondary for the last few years from Baylor. But I feel like that safety position, because teams throw the ball so much, is is getting more and more towards, and just secondary in general, is getting more like long athletic guys who can cover and not as many guys who just come over the middle and hit you. And, yeah. and that used to be a really fun part of football was just those dudes who could sort of um, – roam the 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 outside and the secondary and, and make guys pay for making catches over the middle yeah you're exactly right it's changed hasn't it i mean the, mm -hmm. the game has kind of changed in that way and vic and van were uh, a great tandem back there so happy birthday to vic vines today uh jj cox uh, jj's birthday is today happy birthday to uh to him and one other to mention uh, joe bozart the third here in waco today is joe's birthday so Happy birthday to all those folks. Uh, Steven, anybody to add to that list? I don't know. It does not look like uh, I have any Facebook friends that have birthdays on December 26th. So I'm not missing anybody at JMO today. Gotcha. Very good. So happy birthday to all those folks. want to let you know our uh, programming uh, continues back with live local shows today. Uh, what do you guys have planned for Off the Bench coming up 10 to noon? Well, thanks. Uh, yeah, Ward will be in with us uh, or in with me for the next couple hours. And as crazy as it sounds, uh, the Cowboys still have a chance to make the playoffs in Week 17. They have strung three wins together. Uh, the Washington football team has dropped a few games in a row. So they need to win on Sunday against the Giants, and Washington needs to lose to the Eagles on Sunday. But if that happens, the Cowboys will win the NFC East. So we'll sort of break that down, uh, talk about how they've turned it around over the past few weeks. We'll talk about some, some Big 12 bowl games. We'll break down the bowl games um, from – this past weekend and, and some of the ones that are coming up this week and then q was on the uh, cowboys post game yesterday and he spoke with michael gallup wide receiver so we'll hear some of that conversation very good all right that's coming up i watched most of that game yesterday that's just probably as much of a cowboys game or any nfl game as i've watched and uh it was good i mean it was good uh, graylin arnold from baylor was uh, in the secondary kind of pressed into service um, for uh, for the Eagles yesterday, but a good win for the Cowboys who keep their uh, playoff hopes alive. And did you notice? Did you notice anything on the uh, the video, like watching the game on television? Did anything jump out at you? So I noticed the uh, the camera, like the close up right. shots that were really really clear. Um, exactly. I was watching it with some family, so we had it on mute. We didn't have it like up all the way. But yeah, I definitely noticed that new camera they were sporting, and it looked really good. Yeah, it was it was uh, really really good. Um, Craig Harper, who works for uh, Sony, uh, you know, put something up about the the camera that they were using for this. It was a Sony A7R4 <laughs> to give it sort of a cinematic look. But on that one touchdown by Gallup, when that camera got right in his face, there, it was amazing. I mean, it looks sort of like the portrait mode, you know, on on a uh, just an iPhone camera. But boy, you could really tell a difference in some of those shots. So that was fun to see. No, it was. Uh, you know, I definitely noticed that after some touchdowns, they really zoom in on guys and just incredible crystal clear picture. So, yep. yeah, excited to see what, what Fox does with that moving forward. Yep. So uh, so that's uh, coming up, uh, Stephen and Ward coming up on Off the Bench, 10 to noon, noon to 3. It's unnecessary roughness. 3 to 6, it's game time. 
all back today here on ESPN Central Texas. Remind you again, we've got Baylor basketball tomorrow. Bears in Central Arkansas tomorrow at 3. Baylor and, and uh, Alcorn State on Wednesday at 2. Both those games here on ESPN Central Texas. And, Stephen, appreciate your help. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, J-Mail. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks to Stephen. Thanks to you for listening. Stay tuned. More with Stephen and Ward coming up on Off the Bench here on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>